This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Of, of all the nine known worlds circling in harmony amidst the cradle, the strangest of all must be the house eternal. A library, but also a prison, capable of housing those dissidents and anarchs, too powerful to dispose of, but too dangerous to let go. Anarchs like that motley crew we call the Dragon Friends. The House Eternal is the laboratory of a powerful planeswalker called the Archivist, whom you have already met. Uh, And who is currently doing the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. (laughs) A master of magic and memories, the archivist has the power to pull memories from any sentient creature and imprison them in crystal balls to study. He himself is one of nine such planeswalkers who rule these lands through a council you have found yourselves afoul of. The punishment? A life imprisoned within the house, a prison with no bars and no locks, for none are needed. The house instead folds in on itself, and those who escape it by any means, including its front doors, find themselves simply wandering the halls once again forever. No being has ever escaped the house eternal. No being, that, that is, except you have just discovered one being called Freezer. Mm. <laughs> but memories are... Uh, Freezer doesn't remember any of that, though, does he? No. It's he, just, to... he just has the tattoo. You've only been told this by this uh, your new friend Ajax, the titan who you met in the corridors and who even now has shown you his tattoo. And, and there was a portion of the, of the last episode from memory where Freezer went to the doctor and the doctor took all of his stuff, right? Yeah, you kind of insisted on that, and I was <laughs> feeling... Um, strangely agreeable, so I just did it. So where are we now? We're still in prison, are we? Yeah, you're talking right now to Ajax. So we need to get to the archivist. Why? Because... Quick, dragon huddle. (laughs) Should we tell him that I am Frizo? Or do you think... Is it one of those things where in prison you want to be the big dog? Or do you want to fly under the radar of the big dog? Now, I will say at this point that Fre- the Filge doesn't have much to say for she has unfortunately stuck her lip once again to the, un- to the top of her tongue while enjoying some taffy, and we'll probably hear from her in about, I'd say, an episode's time. <laughs> so oh, you're st- I'm the only other one here. Um, <laughs> see, the thing about that is, if you're the big dog, I can fly under you. I could be... Uh, the, I could be under your protection. Oh, you want to be the Scrappy to my Scooby? 
<laughs> That's, I find that really insulting. <laughs> well, I don't know, can you think of any other size of dog combinations? Scrappy has much more articulate language skills than Scooby. That's true. That's bullshit! <laughs> <laughs> um, look, I, how else are we going to get their memories out of you? It, like, we, we don't have anything. You don't even have any, like, items on you. We have nothing to barter with. We have no reputation in here. Okay. Reputation is king. I say we go for it. Ajax? Yes? That man who escaped from this place is none other than me. Now, I know that's confusing because I'm back here quite soon. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing back here? I, look, I... I have one data point about you, and that's that you're here. <laughs> Would you believe I came back to... I, I don't remember how I got out. Oh, you don't remember. Has the archivist been up tinkering in your head? Well, that's what the theory is. The working theory is that my memories have been stolen by one or many archivists. Uh, <laughs> displaying a fundamental lack of understanding about the mythos of these worlds. There is one archivist, he's the planeswalker. Right. You lost your memories, if you remember, um, well. using... <laughs> According to your ship's computer, you used a magical device to wipe all of your memories before a heist, which was an important, critical part of that heist, because you couldn't have the plans to commit the crime. Do we think that that... that, uh, that piece of architecture, the, that piece of technology we used to wipe out memories. Do we think that was operated by us or was it operated by like Will Smith or Tommy Lee Jones? Because Are these the options? Yeah, th those are the only <laughs> two options. Uh, you don't know. You could, you could only presume that the archivist may have had something to do with its construction. Right, okay. Um, but ask me something only Friezo would know aside from how to escape from here because I don't know that. I once uh, had a long chat with Friezo. Told me things about his dick. Told me, told me real interesting things about his dick. Huh. Well, that the man you spoke to was a big liar because the chong is normal. <laughs> this chongus is as normal Show as they him come. Your chong. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's what he said. He said it in such emphatic terms. <laughs> that's what I remember the most about him. You could be him, you know. Uh, well, see, the thing is, I witnessed you escape, if you are who you say you are, but the archivist took my memories and kept it in his study. Wait, if you've met me before, why can't you remember me? Because you were wearing a different face. But you can remember that I told you about my penis. Yeah, I just can't remember when you... Like, that specific time. So, so what you decided is that Frieza was being coy enough that he had cast disguised person, but then told several incredibly specific details about his penis. Have you met him? I also, I also love the idea of the archivist going through your memories and be like, which ones do we need? Which ones do we need? Oh, this is just the details of some man's penis. Don't need that. Keep going. Um, if we... Ha what's the best way to get the archivist's attention in this place? Mm, imagine you could break a rule or... Cause a ruckus. What are the, the rules? Archivist, you see, he comes and goes. He's he is mostly um, obsessed with study, and this is the inconvenience of housing all these prisoners is something that he puts up with for the council. But he has very little interest in you. What if we somehow convince the archivist that we had our memories back? He would want to take us back to his study to take those memories away, and we could like. But um, he didn't take your memories originally. But maybe he could give them back. We he was able to pull out of Filge, if you remember, memories that she didn't know she had. I think 
And he did pull out of Ajax <laughs> a memory of of Frizo. Uh, of Frizo escaping. Right. Yeah. I think in terms of causing a ruckus, there's that big library that we could set fire to. Why is it always burning books with you? I just think that they're, they're, we live in a digital age now. <laughs> so we might as well burn them. No. Um, so okay. Ajax has told you that the only, there is a, the only person who's ever escaped was you. You had perfected a means of escaping the prison, but he, the memory is gone now. Well, do you think, do you think Frizo planned it or do you think Frizo just ran by instinct? Because if it's instinct, maybe I can just do it again. Yeah, yeah. You have to be the most Frizo you can possibly be. I what? think that involves burning the library then. All right. <laughs> to the library. All right, we're going to the library. You are in the library. The whole building is a library. Oh, then I need to find two sticks. What a shame that you gave everything that you had to an itinerant doctor who was very surprisingly good at improv. So, right, are there are there any shelves nearby? Yes. All right, let's break out some shelves and make and get. Are they wooden shelves? Is Ajax today? just watching you do it? Yeah, I'm gonna have to step in here. Um, what are you doing? We're gonna set fire to the library to get the attention. This is gonna be the ruckus that gets the attention of the archivist. Just, sorry, I'm a little bit slow. Then what? Once we. <laughs> my, no, my theory is If Frizo can be the purest form of himself He will happen upon the way that he escaped last time And when he escapes, he's going to take all of us with him <laughs> That's the most Frizo thing I can imagine <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that might well be true But I, I do recall when he was in here for a couple of months He was doing a lot of studying Don't it, burn the books <laughs> Didn't seem to be particularly seat of his pants sort of thing Ah, uh, studying, eh? Well, okay, what, what about if we can search for my fingerprints? Do we have any of that dust? <laughs> um, I know, well, the, 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 the library is quite dusty, yeah. So, can I do an arcana check? Is that arcana? <laughs> <laughs> what do you... Th- okay, Hing. <laughs> when Trust you watch, the arcana when you check. crime procedural... Yes. Do you think that's magic? No, but in this world, see, look, there's no CSI Faye Rune, right? There is an investigation check. There is literally an investigation check. I thought that I and CSI you... stood for Arcana. Anyway. All right, I'll do an investigation check to try and find my fingerprints. Okay. I rolled a 14 plus investigation, which is intelligence, is it? That's 16. Um, what do I get? Okay, you got a 16? All right, so you start... Um, you pull some dust off the books and you start sort of patting them around. Thousands of beings have, over the sort of hundred years that the House Eternal has been here, have made their way through these places. And Ajax watches you bemused for a while. And you do indeed start to find prints uh, and you notice books that are gone. But this is a mammoth task. This is a task that would take months. Is this Dewey Decimal? <laughs> oh, yeah. What is, the, what, what is the system they use to organise these books, Ajax? Uh, it's biggest to smallest. <laughs> it's just it's just physical size of the books. Yep. And now that you notice, <laughs> every, every book along the walls is slightly larger, heading one direction. It just looks like they're all the same size, though, because of the vanishing perspective. But, uh... <laughs> Guys, uh, I don't know if I'm overstepping my bounds here as a uh, I... person you just met slash NPC, but... Uh... <laughs> It occurs to me, 
that I saw you escape. The archivist took my memory of watching you escape I can't, and then stored man, it. And I can't. I'm, what kind of dungeon master would I be if I would let you do this for them? All right. If the books are organized <laughs> in order of size, okay. The largest book will be some sort of magical tome. Yeah, the you know there's the a giant book over there. It's an autobiography by the archivist about how. Wait, he wait, wait, wait. Frito, did you write an autobiography while you're in here? Potentially, but the smallest book available to us will be a matchbook. Ah. <laughs> Six days later. Uh, everybody make for me their second exhaustion check because you don't have any food. Uh, what's exhaustion again? Um, is it is it strength? Uh, that's Filge. Filge had already failed her first. Filge has now got two levels of exhaustion. Uh, six. Uh, you also fail yours. What's, yep. Well, I got ten. Wait. What's it, is exhaustion? Just make a strength? constitution save. Oh, constitution. All right. Cool. I am. I got seven. Uh, yeah, ten then. No constitution saving throw. Yeah, ten. Yeah, oh, ten. Saving throw. Yeah, you've got to beat um, fifteen. Yeah, plus zero. Yeah, ten. Okay, so um, all of you now have exhaustion except for Field, which I'll track who has two le- level two exhaustion, which means now for skill checks, it's disadvantage until you get some food. You've now been in the House Eternal for a few days. Ajax has been following you at a respectful distance. Yeah, he's, he's more or less given up. Though. You can't help he's... but notice that every now and then he pulls out a few apples and things to eat, but he just sort of looks at you. Um, and... As you walk, the books get smaller and smaller, and uh, after a while, you're, you go from hardcover coffee table books until you find yourself in sort of magazines, and then it goes from there to magical spell books, but then it goes from there to... So are there magazines next to magical spell books? <laughs> yeah. Is it, it's is a, it like the Necronomicon and also like... Necronomicon? Yeah. yeah. And GQ, yeah. which stands for Goblin Quarterly. Until, <laughs> until you get to trade paperbacks, uh, through to chick tracts, all the way to matchbooks. So, how many ma- how many matchbooks are there? It's just one. How many matches in the matchbook? Just one. Ooh. You know what though? If we light the smallest book, <laughs> won't it act like you a- can cast fireball? <laughs> <laughs> no, because because a certain dodgy doctor took my spell book. Oh, that's day, true. <laughs> which is why I've which is why I'm back to campfire politics. Let's um. All right. Let's do it. All right. Let's stand. Let's stand on the side of the where there are no books, and so nothing is flammable. So we're at the very end. The whole thing is books. No, but we're, we're at the end because it's not. Oh, or does the smallest book end up with the, no, so the biggest book on the You got, you travelled four days down a corridors, and you, they right. all these annexes, tributary corridors, fed into one, and the books got smaller and smaller and smaller until you got to the smallest bookcase, and it is the end of the bookshelves, and all you see is just a door on the other side of the corridor, and that's it. Okay, but it, so it doesn't it doesn't cycle around like it doesn't match up. No, with the you found your way down what seems to be the longest corridor. In the place. Let's light the match, burn the books, and go through the door. Yeah, why not? Yeah, better not check through the door first. That would be stupid. <laughs> are you gonna? Are you gonna? Are you gonna? Sometimes, in order to go through the door, you need to light a fire behind you because uh. otherwise, I'm scared. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> it's it's like when I it's like when I quit my job to do stand up comedy and had no savings. I I need to you do it now. You needed that. All right. 
I'm letting. I'm set. I strike a match. This is a moment. Frizo saying that. This is a. <laughs> Frizo. You just need danger to, to to inspire you. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is a moment of truth. So you take your hand and you take the matchbooks. Your fingers unfamiliar with this sort of wax paper of it, and your fingers starting to tremble as you pull out the only match. You work to deftly strike it and make for me a dexterity roll DC 12. And he's got disadvantage, isn't he? Yes. And because you of all the niche. Because of all. <laughs> And because of all the dust, make a constitution roll not to sneeze. No, no, no. DC 12's enough. Uh, oh, three. No! <laughs> you know how I dexterous I am? You it, drop the match, it lands on the ground and goes out. <sighs> and there's suddenly a crunch, and you look up and Ajax is eating a small apple. <laughs> do, do, are we committed to this fire idea? <laughs> <laughs> all right, Bobby, I think we just go through the door then. We've exhausted all the fire options, unless you've got something. <laughs> oh, do you have any fire on you? I should have asked. I'm so sorry. Uh, you have a I, Tinder box. <laughs> I, actually, I actually don't have a Tinder box. It says here I have a motorcycle. <laughs> no, the motorcycle, is, the, motor- <laughs> the motorcycle is on your ship. Oh, okay. okay, 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 okay. Um, is there any light in the room? Yeah, um, there is. There are drift globes built into the walls. Uh, and, and does that? How hot is that heat? Drift globes exude no heat. Well then, <laughs> zero hotness. Well, I would say it's absolutely zero hotness, or like a little there bit. They are of heat. cold to the touch. Uh, could something get so cold that it could burn? <laughs> are you I mean, going to spend the next few days rubbing drift globes no, against I, paper? No, I've got that. I got that a monocle. I thought if I could focus the light through it, that yeah, maybe. Yeah. Oh no! Would... All, all light can't exist without heat. Just open the door. <laughs> no, 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 no. So you're going. <laughs> We're going to get a drift globe. We're going to focus it on one of the smaller books with the magnifying glass, the magical glass that Bobby has, and then and and we go and we're going to. I'm just going to look through the door. No, 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 so, no, no. Bobby, Bobby sits there and he pulls a drift globe. They're on short chains. Um, off the wall and he pulls out his, his lens and not using it for its magical properties but merely as a magnifying glass you start holding the dully, the dull gl- glowing orb in front of the lens trying to focus a point of light onto a book, correct? Yep. Make for me a, uh, just a I want you to make for me just a perception check. It's a 20. Ooh. It's a 20. Well <laughs> Well I kind of feel if you hadn't squandered this on such a stupid thing, people <laughs> might be more on board. Uh, all right. The perception doesn't help you use the globe. However, suddenly by the prickling of your little halfling ears, you realize before anyone else that the door behind you is opening and that there is a figure watching you. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. With that information, I freeze up <laughs> and just stop moving. 
And I whisper... You're really hoping that figure's a T-Rex, aren't you? (laughs) 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 Really banking on that. Um, Can I tell that he's looking at me? Yeah, the door is open and somebody has been watching you. Try to set fire to the library. (laughs) No, maybe he's trying to read a really small letter. That's what the, you know... You haven't noticed anything. In fact, you're loudly talking. So what would Frizo be saying at this point to Bobby? Uh... No, Bobby! You need your fu- Look, no, give it here! Give it here! Frizo, 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 Frizo. There is someone coming through the door. Don't look now. <laughs> Frizo definitely would have looked. Frizo definitely would have looked. Frizo instantly looks behind him. I turn around, I stand up. No, 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 sorry, but you said, Frizo, don't look. Frizo instantly turns around and looks at the archivist who is standing in the doorway of what you now realise is his study. Oh, hey, cheeky monkeys, what you doing? <laughs> Are you trying to set my library on fire? No. 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 What's, your, what's this we, 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 we wanted to have a chat. Uh, yeah? We love... Is that what he sounded like? Kind of? <laughs> oh, He's look. vaguely German, yeah. yeah. Okay. Vaguely yeah. German. Do you want to try Oh, uh, okay. It's just kind of the same. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. All right, yeah, you can keep doing it. Okay, bye. Um, <laughs> that's my familiar. <laughs> He's, the archivist is a tiny version of himself <laughs> <laughs> that sits on his shoulder. Yeah. I'm going back to watch Sons of Anarchy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you do that. Yeah. <laughs> Sons of Anarchy is a play. <laughs> that, that's touring. <laughs> We have a theatre here? It's a tiny theatre for, for, for me. <laughs> of his size. It's a little... Anyway, what are you doing? <laughs> you wanted to have a little chat to, to, with me? We... Mm. Love to study. Oh, well. Do you need, do you need a study buddy? Well, we, so we, we thought we'd come to the very end. We thought we'd start at the beginning and work our way to the end. But, um, yeah, we just thought, since you're here, what, what, is a, what, is a, what is a great place to start? Oh, what are you interested in? Um, I don't say escaping. <laughs> well, well it's they funny. always say escaping. It, when when we do executions and we say any final requests, they always go, "Don't kill me," you know, like that's the thing you could do. I mean, I think why not take advantage of the enormous, beautiful brain that you have in your head? Oh, thank you. You noticed. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yes, I have a magic monocle that lets me th- see through your skull. Oh, that's neat. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we have a, an SME here, a oh. subject matter expert. Oh, yes. Um, so why not go to the source and just like, what's, what, what, makes, what keeps you up at night? What, what, what makes you interested? What's, what's the most beautiful piece of information in your little brain? Oh, that's such a good question. It's probably... <laughs> A butterfly's dick. <laughs> Tell me more. Now, it's what's going on? <laughs> can, I, can I just pull us out of this for a second, Simon? Are you familiar with? Are you familiar with the concept of a? Of a you know when they have hackers? You know hackers? Yeah. Like they, the last season of Dragon Friends was basically all about yeah, hackers. Yeah. But you know how there's two types of hackers, right? There's like malicious hackers, uh-huh. and then there's like the hackers that work for like Microsoft or you whatever. Mean black hats and white hats. Yeah, is that what they're called? Black yeah, hats yeah. And white. So there's like white hat, uh, white hat hackers, I yeah. assume, and like the good guys who look for vulnerabilities in the software. Sure. Do you think we should say to the archivist that I am someone who's escaped before, 
And would he like me to try and find other vulnerabilities in the prison system in order to earn my freedom? Our, our freedom. <laughs> is that, is, or, or is this dangerous? Is this too dangerous? Uh, look, it, it might be the best thing we've got going for us. All right. Archivist? Yes? Jax told us of a man who escaped from here once. Who's Jax? Ajax? Oh, yeah, him high. Yeah. <laughs> He I crunches his apple and nods. <laughs> I, uh, I, call, I call him Jax for short. Oh, that's neat. <laughs> um, do you know about this man who escaped from here once? We don't like to talk about that. Well, I heard rumour that you stole that memory. Yes, well, I have a memory that I like to look at from time to time to see how he did it. I, the studies are ongoing. How sure are you that that's the... I mean, is that the only way that someone could escape from yes. here? Yes! The only time anybody has ever slipped the clutches. But don't you wish you had him right here so you could ask him how he did it? I suppose so, yeah. <laughs> but what if he didn't remember? All I know is that his name was Frieza and he had a weird dick. <laughs> Frieza, I'm going to have to ask you, Hing, at this point to make a persuasion check. Now, because you are still not eating food, this is a disadvantage. But if you, if you are willing to reveal who you are, the archivist wants to know what this, how you did it. And so that will be a DC 10, but only if you're willing to reveal. Yeah. I, 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 I kind of dragged him quickly with Bobby. Bobby, do you reckon we should do this? Yeah, I reckon. All right. Go. Okay, cool. So let's do it. Uh, that is a nine and a there's, three. There's that three again. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. You're going to need something else. You're going to need to sweeten the deal. I have nothing to offer, though. I have a magic monocle. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, yeah, join the club. We meet on Tuesdays. We do. <laughs> what? It's Magic Monocle Club. <laughs> oh, Are cool. you looking for another member in Magic Monocle Club? Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, well, sign me up. Okay. Is well, it Tuesday? Yeah. <laughs> Are you... Uh, Are you, do you, want, you... Are you trying to give him the monocle? Why not? He's invited me to join his club. I'll, I'll have a look at the monocle. Okay. So he takes the monocle and he looks at it. Um, that's nice. <laughs> he kind of puts it on. He goes, oh, that's cool. You can see through some stuff. Can you? Because, again, I wasn't DMing this one. So what does this monocle do exactly? It's just an X-ray monocle. It's an X-ray monocle. It's X-ray specs. X-ray specs. Yeah. And you're giving it to him? Well, is well, it... offering it as part of the deal. Think okay, you, you know what? You know, it's fellow, fellow travellers... I get kind of lonely, and you seem like you have inquiring minds, you have cool tech, you like small books. As you say that, you realise he's looking you up and down with the x-ray monocle. <laughs> oh, that's... Wait a minute! <laughs> <laughs> Freezer! <laughs> what did he say? What did he say? And he grabs Freezer, and he grabs Bobby, and he... He drags you into, and Phil just well, and he drags you into yep. the office, leaving Ajax, and he slams the door behind you and starts rifling through shelves, each of them holding uh, miles of crystal spheres. I'm going to show you, and you're going to show me how you did this! And he takes out a glowing um, sphere, and he puts it in the, um, 
um, uh, into an a, a Pixar emotions movie machine. <laughs> yeah, he put it onto a pedestal in the center of the room that has a kind of clockwork armature around it and a small recess where yep. the sphere is above it. There are roiling clouds of mist and what looks like raw magic. And as he puts the crystal in, he starts fiddling with the armature um, and he's sort of ignoring you. It's almost like he's forgotten you in a set for a second. And he takes the crystal and then he puts his hand on it. His eyes glow white and the clouds above him begin mm, to dimension. form. <laughs> into a milky white that then forms into shapes and you realize that you are seeing through the eyes of another figure and you're seeing what they're seeing and in fact this is a, a memory that has been taken from Ajax the day that Frizo escaped and I, actually I have written here something that I want you Hing um, to read along with so it's this and it's on the other side of this page and it's the memory, so you just read your lines. You're going to read the stage directions? As the clouds form, you see the house arrivals hall from the perspective of Ajax, waiting in a shadowed corner of an otherwise abandoned room. For a few moments, the room is silent, but movement draws Ajax's eye to one of the many hallways leading into the house proper. A figure emerges, laden down with a bag, bulging with scrolls and spell books, a huge tome under each arm. The figure gives off an intense, powerful energy, but the face is unmistakable, impassive, under trademark spectacles. It is Frizo. Every time we meet, that bag of yours gets bigger, Frizo. Ajax. Yes, well, there's power here. There's no fear anyone will escape, so the archivist shares all his books with his prisoners. What's your point of all that learning if you know you'll never leave? <laughs> never say never, friend. Frizo draws from his jumpsuit a silvered dagger and holds it in front of him, looking at Ajax inquisitively. Easy, friend. I'm not your enemy. This isn't for you. Frizo walks up to the giant vaulted doors of the house. A sharp spell word from his tongue and light blossoms illuminating the words carved above the doors. Walk these worlds no more, for peace is found within. That door doesn't work. We've all tried it. Walk through there, you'll just find yourself somewhere else in the house. It's a trick. Yes, well, all tricks hide a secret. You watch as Frizo pulls out the dagger once more and then turns it around. As he faces Ajax, there's a faint smile on his lips and he suddenly plunges the blade inward into his own heart. Oh. The vision surges as you sense Ajax run towards to grab the collapsing Frizo, but it is too late, for he is dead. Oh... <laughs> Suddenly, something strange happens. The world seems to glitch, and Frizo's body shudders out of Ajax's hands and disappears, the dagger cluttering uselessly to the ground. As Ajax looks up, he sees beyond the barred gates a figure slowly, painfully get to his feet, a bag of precious spellbooks on his back and a huge tome under each arm. Uh, now, the line you've written here... Can I, can I do an alt reading on it? You can do is that all right? You the, the one you've up. written is, Goodbye, Wait. Ajax, I can't stay. There's too much work to be done. But I think what Frieza would probably say is, Fuck you, goodbye! <laughs> Ajax grabs at the door, but a beam of white light envelops his limbs and he freezes. And the last thing that the memory sees is Ajax turning around, his limbs turning leaden as white chains come gather and collect his limbs and the figure of the archivist racing towards him. His hand slams on the forehead and the entire memory goes white and ends. Yeah, so that's the video. Uh, <laughs> any questions? Did you recover the dagger? Uh, yeah. I, I've done thousands of magical checks on it and you know what? 
As he does that, he rifles, he runs over to a desk and rifles and he pulls out a dagger. It's just a dagger. You can get them for like 12 bucks. Oh, interesting. You did magical checks, did you? Yes. Did you ever do an arcana check? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah? (laughs) He sort of confusedly gives it to you. Oh my God. That's a one. That's a one. one. You have disadvantage. Just ask him for a burger, you idiot. Um... Ask who for a burger? Anyone! Okay. You, you rolled, okay, you rolled a one while investigating the dagger, so you cut yourself, um, and you take four hit points of yeah. damage. So Ow. he's like, sorry, friend, I thought it was like kind of clear which end was the point you... Okay. Take four <laughs> points of damage. Wait, how many points did I have from when I was healed by Dr. Dave? Um, he, you, you stabilized, and it's been a few days, so you... But you are exhausted. We'll say you have half your hit points. Does he have like a tray of candy or like nuts or something like sitting on his desk? Yeah, I got like a big bowl of pistachios. If you leave one shell... <laughs> But may I? So Bobby's oh, just oh, munching please. on pistachios. Yeah. Phil just too. You guys don't have exhaustion anymore. Oh, uh, could I trouble you for some? He nuts? doesn't want you to. You'll get blood all them. Yeah, that's gross. And tell us how you did it. How I escaped? Yeah, you, no. How you cut yourself? How you <laughs> escaped? Uh, what will? But what will you do with the information if I give it to you? You'll seal it off so no one will ever escape again. You just said you were a white hat investigator. <laughs> Yeah, but now that you know that this is me, yeah. you need to tell me what I'll get if I tell you. Like nothing, you're a prisoner. <laughs> well, then I'll never tell you then. All right, well, I guess we'll just sit here. <laughs> and they just sit looking at each other. Uh, look, if you tell me, I would be willing to perhaps uh, put in a good word with you, with the other planeswalkers, you know, good behavior and all that. You already have a, an, an ally with Titania on the panel. If I were to uh, grease the wheels so much, so, so to... So That's true. You had a few members of the panel that looked like they would potentially stand up for you, and another ally could help. So, so the archivist hasn't seen this memory. The archivist has seen the memory. I just played it to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I wasn't sure. I'm oh, sorry. I wasn't yeah. clear if, if if you were playing that, you need me to interpret it or not. No. So, in actual fact, I'm bluffing entirely here because I can't actually tell him what I did, can I? No. Well, he, I think I think we need to go to that door. Yeah. So you want. So you, you yeah you want to go to the door? Yeah yeah. I think I think we'll go and invest. We'll go find out and we'll come back. I'm coming with you. And the archivist does come with you. He gives you some food, Frizo, and you make the journey much quicker for some reason. He seems to know ways to turn. He gives you all make, a segue. Well, a, a journey that took you four or five days by turning through a few corners. He seems to make it there in about twelve minutes. Can I can I can I keep note of where we're going? No, you lose your way almost immediately. Okay. And as you make your way, soon you find yourselves in the arrivals hall once again, and you see the giant portal through which you entered, the words, walk, walk these worlds no more, for peace is found here, still carved above them. So what are we looking for? Do we have the dagger again? Yeah, there's the dagger for you. All Don't right. to stab me! <laughs> All right, I think I, need to, I think I need to plunge the dagger into my heart then. Is that... Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what I was about to say. If you want, I can do it for you. <laughs> you won't get a better offer than <laughs> Unless, for it to work, you need to do it yourself. We have to recreate the moment as best as we can. Okay. From that memory. Okay. You guys aren't whispering when I said that, so I assume this is what we, I assume this is the plan. So. <laughs> All I need you to do is I need you to incredibly specifically explain to me what you're going to do. Oh, fuck. Okay. Don't take that. Now, so Dragon Huddle. 
Yeah. Frieza, once you do this, Filge and I will be standing right behind you to catch your body, but we'll also catch that knife. No, the, if, the, the knife has to fall to the ground. Yeah, if it falls to the ground, we'll pick it up. If you get through, we're going to kill ourselves really quickly too. <laughs> but you have to go first. What a way for this fucking show to end. <laughs> just, just three fucking idiots killing themselves. Oh, no, 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 no. Because if you don't appear on the other side of that door, we'll we're not going to kill ourselves. <laughs> we'll find another way to sort it wait, out. Wait, wait, wait. So you just let me go first and you'll be fine? Well, they have to recreate it exactly, exactly. as it was. <laughs> You're a man of science, are you not? A man of magic? Was there a thing I said before I... Archivist, you've watched that a hundred times. Did yeah. I say something before I did it? You don't say anything. Your last words were very well... Yes, well, all tricks hide a secret. And what's it say at the top? It says, walk these worlds no more for peace is found here. It's the motto of the House Eternal. Okay. I guess, at the end of the day, the only way out of living forever is to die. It makes sense, Frizo. It makes perfect sense. Make a persuasion. <laughs> no, 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 I'm not going to force you. No, 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 it what, has what, what, to be your decision. I, I guess I do it. Describe it specifically. <laughs> this is a sex thing for Dave. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, actually? You know what this actually feels like? This feels like I'm on the fucking Price is Right. Do you know what I mean? And everyone, and everyone knows exactly what the answer is, but I'm there being like, do I stab myself in the heart? And everyone in the crowd's like, higher, higher, higher. <laughs> All right. All right. So you are all three of you standing in front of the portal. The archivist is at a respectful distance. You, Frizo, are holding the dagger. All right. I'm going to walk up to the to the door, and I'm going to plunge the dagger into my heart after saying, uh, uh, "Is it all tricks how hide secrets or whatever it's, the um, last?" Not, that's it's, not specifically accurate. But it's fuck a suck a dingo. <laughs> All right. I park my Segway to the side. I wander across. I, I very cavalierly yell, fuck a suck a ding dong, and plunge the dagger into my heart. Right, you all observe this. The moment that he does it, his body crumbles as a red wound blossoms in his jumpsuit, and Frizo, you fall to the ground dead. Give me a character sheet. <laughs> However, as you all watch, suddenly his body seems to glitch and then disappears in a kind of shuddering motion that for a second it seems to contort into impossible shapes and Frizo, suddenly you find yourself ethereally Stand, standing, looking at your body on the ground. You feel like there's something wrong with reality, like it wants to snap back like a rubber band, and this tension is getting stronger and stronger, but right now, you feel completely weightless, formless, and a strange sense of control. All right. Can I wave at them or something? They can't see you. The tension's getting stronger. All right, I guess I bolt then. You go through the... You're going to run? Go through the door. Go through the door. You run through the door. You pass through it. 
um, like smoke, it holds no resistance to you. And on the other side, you see the beautiful expanse of the cradle, just stars and the cosmos and the phlogist and the, ro- the pavers leading to the doorway fall away into nothingness. It is as if the house is floating in air. And at that moment, you feel a snap. The body disappears and Frizo, you feel yourself snap back together and you have escaped the house eternal, you are on the outside and you have done what has only been done once before in the hundreds of years of this plane's history. By you. Here's your character sheet back. Fuck a sucker ding dong. Bobby grabbed the knife and stabbed himself in the heart. Bobby, give me your character sheet. You have died. Dragon friends escape from this. Bobby is dead. One of the first dragon friends to have died on these adventures while Frizo is in prison outside. How can they make their way back to the cradle? What of Logan and the Heart of Glass to find out the answers to these questions such as this? Tune in to the next episode of Dragon Friends! Bobby, no! Oh, oh my God. What's going to happen to Bobby? Oh, God. The Dragon Friends are me, Eden Lacey, Alex Lee, Michael Hing. Oh, I'm so upset. Simon Griner, what's Simon going to do now? And a DM by Dave Harmon with NPC voices by Ben Jenkins. Shakira Khan designs our website, but it will, we'll have to take Bobby off it. The podcast is mixed by Beth McMullen and recorded live at Giant Dwarf Theatre. Music this episode was by Dan and Liam Scarrett. Oh, God. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.